the Being Dad Podcast, Episode 18, A Social Network for Dads. On the show today, I'm joined by Andrew Shanahan from the new social network for dads called We Are the Dads. Andrew was gracious enough to spend some time with me and share the story behind the site and some of his thoughts on the lack of resources out there for dads looking for some support and information. The website is definitely worth a look, and I'm active on there myself. So stay tuned for that, coming up next. listening to the Being Dad podcast. Thank you for listening this week. This is the podcast for dads, expectant dads, new dads, and experienced dads to find information and support as we all work on surviving being dad. I am Stephen Beattie, the proud father of a five-week-old baby girl named Natalie, who is doing well this week, although the evening fussiness is continuing, but we're hanging in there. She is really growing like a weed now, and there's no doubt about it, she has started to smile, and it is so cool. Michelle and I are really having a blast with her, even though, of course, it's a lot of work. If you're a new listener to the podcast, you can go back to episode one and listen to my experiences leading up to the birth of Natalie and now beyond. You can follow me on Twitter at Being Dad Podcast. I tweet on there pretty regularly about my experiences and updates for the show. Also, I have a new free email newsletter I'm starting, which will contain some unique show extras and dad-related promotions. You can subscribe for the newsletter on the beingdadpodcast.com website just by submitting your email address in the box there. Also, I'm always looking for dads who would be interested in sharing a dad-related story and have it shared potentially on a future episode of the show. So just send me off an email to stephen at beingdadpodcast.com if you're interested, and we can chat more about that. As I said in the show intro, this week I interviewed Andrew Shanahan from the new social network for dads called We Are the Dads. You can find links to this, to this social network and Andrew's other site, IamStaggered.com, in the show notes of this episode. Enjoy. So on the line with me today, I have Andrew Shanahan. Uh, now, Andrew has a website. It's sort of a, a social network for dads. Uh, called We Are The Dads, and you can find it at wearethedads.com. Andrew, how are you today? I'm very good. Thanks for having me on the Being Dad podcast. Very nice to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, I know I know your your website, We Are The Dads, it's, it's fairly new. Yeah. Um, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about how, uh, I guess, uh, what it is and, and sort of how you uh, came up with the idea? Yeah, of course. Um, you're absolutely right. It is very new i mean it's currently what in what we would call a a beta or beta phase where we essentially make lots of mistakes and break the website several times over whilst trying to work out what it is that people want um the site started just to give you a bit of background i I work as a, a journalist and as a writer and i for many years have run a website called iamstaggered.com 
and that's a, a site for men who are getting married. So it's for grooms, best men, fathers of the bride. And that started up because I was working as a speechwriter. But one of the things that I did as a, a freelance writer was a couple of people had asked me to help them write their wedding speeches. And it was a fascinating sort of insight into into sort of the male psyche in many ways, because you'd often get these phone calls about two weeks before the wedding of these guys who'd completely forgotten to do their speeches <laughs> yeah. and didn't, didn't know what to write at all. Right. Um, and that, that was really interesting. So I started off working with these guys and obviously, you know, found that there was a huge amount of information that was needed to get married. I was married myself, so I'd been there a little bit. And I also knew that men were getting a bit more involved in their weddings. So started up a website, basically, for the guys to, you know, information about suits, about speeches, about stag do's and bachelor parties, that sort oh, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and that's been running since 2009. And clearly there is an end point to our relationship with, you know, our readers, as we consider them to be right. on the site, which is where after they usually come to us about 12 months before the wedding and sign up and get lots of emails and useful stuff sent to them. And what we find is that obviously after they get married, they leave the site, as is, you know, it'd be a bit weird if they're still hanging around the website <laughs> right. about weddings once they were married. And in my own life, I'd been very lucky to have two boys, Harry and Frank, who are four and two now. Mm. And essentially what we, we wanted to do was provide, carry on providing that same sort of level of support to the readers from Staggered. So in the vast majority, I think it's a, we polled them about a year ago, and it was 86% were either planning to have children or had children. Right. So you know, the vast, overwhelming majority of people when they get married, children is, is high on the agenda. Mm -hmm. And so essentially it became sort of apparent that we needed to do something for dads. I don't know what it's like over – you're Canada, aren't you? I am, yes. Yeah, and uh, I mean, do you work within healthcare as well? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I have a, I'm a I have a nursing background, so I right. uh, have a job with the government here helping uh, to set up home care services for people. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, over in the UK, it, it's really only just beginning to dawn on the the world of midwifery, really, that that men could be anything other than just a colossal waste of space. Right. right. <laughs> um, and so from that point of, you know, coming into it from that angle, it, it's a really interesting time to, to be starting up a site like We Are The Dads because I, I think there's a huge, huge need for it. You know, I, I think women tend to have a better sense of community amongst women. You know, I, I think you would find if you put 10 women in a room, that they would start talking and they would start helping each other and then they'd find out that two of them were related through some sort of, you know... <laughs> right. They chat and they sort of get on and, and they start swapping tips and advice and that sort of thing. And, and I think dads are worse at that. And I think that that is something that I hope we are the dads can, can help with. Because certainly it's something that, you know, I, I'm never coming at this from the point of view of saying, right, I'm a parenting expert. Mm -hmm. um, I'm coming at this from the angle of, well, I, I, I was completely innocent, naive, stupid, you know, call it what you want but when I, I first had Harry and it annoyed me that there was no nowhere I could really go no sources of information the 
sort of the governmental advice through antenatal classes was very, very dismissive of men being involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't much even on the internet. And I think that that typically is where guys seem to turn to when they're looking for information and resources. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that I've started up my podcast as well, because, yeah. uh, you know, I had very similar, um, feelings that you had with Harry, you know, that, yeah. um, a very new experience for me. And I felt that yeah. there was, you know, very little, I don't know, uh, outlets for support out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's true. And I think because men don't shout for it, because mm-hmm. that you know it's it's not the way that we do things right it it's often taken as a sign that we're not interested and and it was what i found with staggered actually um running that was that you know we at various points we've tried to get a forum going on the site and the guys would you know they'll read it in their masses i mean we have kind of 70 80,000 guys on the site a month now oh yeah and, and you know it's hugely popular mm. but can we get one of the buggers to comment on an article or, <laughs> or post on the forum no yeah. you know, the guys don't want to sort of identify themselves in that way mm. as being interested in their wedding but I think as a dad I think it's it's such a an emotional and, and kind of it's such a powerful experience I think that it's enough to actually make guys overcome that initial embarrassment or that initial I don't want to talk to people right. and sort of step forward and say, look, you know, how did you do this? What is this normal? What What's this all about? That sort of thing. Mm. And, and the other thing is, is that there's so many questions. The reason it's a social network is because there are so many questions when you're a parent mm-hmm. and, and the vast majority of them are you want to know from other parents have they ever done this? Is this weird? Is this right? How am I doing? You know, how do you do this? Are there any sort of insider tips? And, and there's so much communal knowledge, um, which I think otherwise gets lost if, if we don't help to, you know, add that into a community of some sort. Mm-hmm. What, what have you, just as a, a interesting question, have you found that you've had much advice from other dads? Uh, no. And, um, really, I I think my situation is a bit unique in that my, you know, my career in nursing, obviously, Mm. uh, I'm surrounded by, by women. I work with the majority of the people I work with are women. Yeah. Like in our whole, the whole, uh, agency that I work with in my area, there's about 250, uh, case managers like myself, and there's only three of us that are men. So, right, okay. so yeah. I, you know, and and my wife and I recently moved away from our hometown, so we don't have a, a you know, a, a big friend sort of network where we are now. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think for me, I've, I, I really did feel sort of, I don't know, isolated in. Yeah. You know. I, I, I do think it's something that that, you know, through all sorts of media, through podcasts, through websites, through. You know the government getting involved as well, and and I I do think that there is a, a slowly starting movement now, in the UK at least, to acknowledge that the support and the sort of the encouragement for dads getting involved hasn't been there and should be there, because it's such a catastrophic mess when you know from the word go dads are excluded 
which I'm talking about through the antenatal. Did, did you do antenatal classes? We did, yes. Yeah. I mean, just I'm just really intrigued what it's like in Canada compared to the UK. Sure. Do, do you were you sort of encouraged to get involved? How, how did they sort of treat dads? Um, yeah, I I, I, I felt um, fairly encouraged. I mean, there we yeah. we did it as a group, so there was maybe uh, I don't know seven or eight couples there. Yeah, and um, you know the uh, the person who was putting on the class. Mm. Um, you know, she she seemed to to pay attention to to us dads as, as mm. well. I thought I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you, okay, you had a different that's... experience there, did you? Um, no, I mean similar sort of situation in that it was all couples, right? And and but I mean, as you know, every single couple had a dad attached, right. you know, which I think shows one thing, which is that the the absolute commitment that these these sort of got modern guys if you want to call it that way um have to being a father it's very important to them mm-hmm. and certainly it's very important to me but I, th- I think what has what i find very difficult and what needs to catch up was that I, I was asking lots of sort of questions about look you know during the labor how can i help what what can i do right um it you know specifically should i be you know ha- what about this situation, that situation? And they really didn't, I mean, for one, I was asking too many questions probably, but right. <laughs> for two, it, it was, they, they didn't have any answers. They didn't, there hadn't been any progressive thoughts mm. about how to involve dads during the labour process. Mm. Now, there, there are lots of, so it, it was left to me to go away and find out for myself. So, you know, I, I went away and found out lots about acupressure for pain relief. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things about, you know, the, the sort of the coaching support and, and sort of how to give that sort of support. And, and the information was out there, but it was bloody hard to find. Mm. And I, that annoyed me, you know, the sense that there, there are there was clearly a huge show of being willing to be involved from these dads. Mm-hmm. And there was... There was really a sense of, you know, overall, the best thing you can do is to stay out of the way because the vast majority of men are, you know, you're really just going to faint or be sick was the sort of the, the approach yeah. that they were giving. Right. And, and that, to me, just it infuriates me because I think that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. That if you don't give me something useful to do, then the chances are I'm going to stand around like a useless lump. Right. Um, and and then you're going to think, God, all men are useless lumps, aren't they? And it's you know that that is infuriating because if you just give me something useful to do, then I'll do it. And especially if there's anything that I can help with. And I think that that for me is the starting point for the whole process of being a dad. You know, they're, they're only just sort of coming to realization that dads can experience postnatal or postpartum depression. Um, they're, they're really sort of that sense of uh, attachment that's formed very early and they're, they're only just sort of beginning to help sort of work out ways in which dads can really bond with children and, and babies in that sort of a mm-hmm. quite difficult opening few months where the baby is so small and so sort of feels so dainty. Yes. That, you know, I think for dads especially, it's such a tricky time. Oh, yeah, because, Absolutely. You know, if you don't have huge experience with children, then you typically feel like, you know, you're really going to struggle 
holding a baby. And I think that, you know, a lot of guys feel that way. Mm. So I, I just think that there's, it's a, an, a time of opportunity, really, because there's a lot of things that can be done to help new dads feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of exciting things that can be done to, to really include and, and encourage participation. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree 100% there with what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I really do. I mean, it, it sounds like you're, you're it Yeah, I guess so. Like, it really sounds like you're talking about this, the same, same thoughts I've had uh, sort of putting this podcast together. Yeah, and, and I was really interested. I watched the video that you did about the tour of the nursery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I, I've watched a lot of, um, you know, there's a, there's a hell of a lot of information and, and websites that are directed at the mother. As there should be, you know, and there, there is a real natural uh, curiosity and desire for information. But what, what made me laugh was that the way that you'd approached this sort of issue was from it was from such a, a male angle was right. OK, this is how we've got it set up. This is, you know, the kit that we're using. Uh, <laughs> this is, you know, and it, it, it was perfect because, you know, I, I think if you you know without generalizing too wildly i'm sure there are other you know there are women out there who are just as interested in the the nuts and bolts of things but typically if you look at kind of the strengths of men and the strengths of women put them together and you've got a really good uh, balanced skill set and you know that that's why couples work you know and it's it's why um you know the strengths of two people raising a child with differing skill sets is perfect, you know, whether that's men and men or women and women or male and female, you know, I think that it needs that sort of that balance between a couple, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, um, I know my wife and I are really uh, making a, a good team. Yeah. <laughs> and <Yeah>. looking <laughs> after this baby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, now, how uh, how are things progressing with the website? Uh, are you, are you finding that you're you're getting more sort of participation? It's it's good. I mean, to be honest, we're we're not really sort of um, pushing it at the moment. I mean, right. the as I said before, Staggered has a very sort of high uh, membership and a high readership, and ultimately the idea is to start pushing that to the people who were using Staggered a year, sort of nine months ago. Um, and start saying, look, you know, there's this site as well, because typically they seem to like what we're doing. Right. Um, and it's really about, you know, we could then start pushing people towards using We Are The Dads or telling them that it's there at least. Mm-hmm. I think in, in the early days of a, a social network, the important thing is, is to get the platform right, because I, I think that ultimately what people want is just that. They want a platform. I don't think we're going to offer too much of our own, you know, we are the dad's branded editorial. Mm-hmm. There, there will be editorial on the site and people will soon have a chance to be able to sort of start their own blog through the site. Um, but it, it's all about, it has to be, I think, guys coming to it and not sort of really, you know, we, we don't want to f- force our opinions or our, our content down people's throats mm-hmm. because I think that, you want to go off and find the sort of dads who are doing interesting things and follow them, you know, in much the same. I mean, the way that the site works is that it's open. So once you join as a member, you can go and see anyone's profile. 
um, and in much the same way as Twitter, basically. Right. Um, but you can choose to befriend those people so that their information will show up in your activity stream on your homepage. Mm-hmm. So it's just a quicker way of getting access to them. And I think that it's it's really through doing, you know, less is more, really, with social networks. I, I think you look at Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of it. If, if they started saying... If, the, if there was a home page, for example, where content was, was put to you, it would put you off because the whole joy of a social network is that you create your own website, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's what we want to do with dads as a platform is provide them with the resources and the tools and the, the sort of the things that they can do when they're on the site, but really get out of the way other than that. Mm. I don't know. I mean, from from your opinion, what would you want to see on it? I'm, I'm very interested to hear from your listeners as well what what they would want from a, a dad focused social network. Mm-hmm. Well, what I like about it, um, I like the the groups. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's some a, a few different groups on there that you can uh, join, um, but you can also you can also create your own group. Yeah, absolutely. Based yeah. on whatever you want, uh, like apps for dads, you know, children's TV rants, you know, there's yeah. uh, a number of different groups on there already. Yeah. And I, I think we've really only got kind of about 10 users at the moment. And, and that's largely because it's just been from, you know, people I've invited who I know who are dads or. Right. Who are dads to be. right. Um, so I think as soon as we start, but I think at the beginning, I really don't want to grow it too quickly yeah. uh, because I think that it needs to, you know, we need to really see what people are using in the, the opening stages and, and give them more of that and take away the stuff that's redundant. Mm. You know, um, I, I honestly think one of the, the big flaws, although clearly I'm in no position to tell Facebook what they're doing wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the arrogance. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that clearly provokes a lot of reaction is when people see it as their website is changed without, and then sort of the the illusion of ownership is shattered because you realise that actually it's Mark Zuckerberg that owns what you think is your network, your website. Mm, right. Um, and I think that really infuriates people because they put so much time and effort into cultivating this little corner of the web for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes in and repaints everything. Hmm. You're thinking, you know, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. People really get upset, eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I can kind of see why. I think sometimes hmm. it gets a bit kind of too much, but yeah. um, I can understand it. So I think with we are the dads, we want to allow it to be, you know, certainly my overwhelming desire is to, that it's something useful where people can you know, get help and get thoughts and get opinions and advice. Right. Not always opinions and advice that they may necessarily agree with, but I think that's just as useful. Mm-hmm. Um, is to look at those sort of, you know, so that it's somewhere that they can do that, but it's also somewhere that they can create their own sort of space. And I think one of the things I've been interested by is, is how many people are interested in blogging. You know, we've had a lot of requests and thoughts about blogs, and I think that's why we, we're going to just pass that on to users and say look you know if you want to blog you can create your own blog so you could have you know being dad podcast forward slash blog and post anything you want obviously post the episodes that sort of thing right hmm. 
So what, what about are you finding, uh, is, it, is it anything surprised you yet about being a dad? Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, I kind of didn't go into the whole experience with a lot of preconceived ideas about how things would be. So everything has been a, a bit of, of a surprise. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised just, uh, you know, just the level of emotions that I've been, <laughs> I've been having, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It, it is weird. Like, you know, th- there's suddenly this whole new filter that you see the world through. Oh, yeah. And it, it is really sort of, um, I, I think, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was a particularly emotional man usually. Um, you know, I'm, I, I dare say I'm in touch with my feelings and all that sort of stuff. But right. um, I, I really found, similar to you, that, that there's just this sort of sudden wash of emotion when yeah. you when you're a dad that you know how things that you didn't sort of notice or see or emote you know sympathize with before mm-hmm. suddenly it's unbearable <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's it's uh yeah it's an it's a new lens that you're looking through for sure yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because me and my wife were talking about this the other day about because our, our boys are now four and two mm-hmm. we was we've got um a friend of ours has just given birth and um we were sort of talking about that experience and that that sort of that newness of everything and i think the the things that i remember most about becoming a dad were i mean i've got younger brothers and sisters so i felt you know and there was a big there was about a 10 year age gap between us oh yeah changing the nappies and Mm -hmm. you know how to hold them and that sort of thing but it was more there's sort of such a flux when the baby's born you know, for one, you're fairly tired. Um, but for two, you know, this what we're talking about, this emotion that suddenly arrives. I, I think that there really is this sort of fog that descends um, for a while after the, the sort of the arrival of the baby. Um, and this might not be true for everyone, but this was just my experience. And that it's by no means a, a bad thing at all, because I think the same way as when you're, you know, sort of surrounded by a fog, there's that real sense of an awareness of where you are personally. And for us, you know, the house felt very, very warm and, and nice and, you know, it was very homely and we, we enjoyed being there. And I liked it when people came to visit um, Harry and Frank and mm-hmm. you know, it just felt very sort of uh, comfortable. But then there, there really is the sort of a certain amount of fumbling in the dark as well, where you're trying to find your way on certain things. And I think that we really experience that sort of feeling of you, you just sort of keep fumbling forward until the fog slowly dissipates right <laughs> and, and it does and i think that I, I wish someone had told me that in a way or it may you know maybe as i say that's a unique situation and that no one else feels like that but i wish another dad had sort of said look you know things it doesn't matter if you don't feel completely in control <laughs> because that's perfectly normal and it's fine, you know, we got through it and there was no no issue and all the rest of it, but yeah. it would have helped to know that that you don't sort of feel 100% in control for a while. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's good to hear because I certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think some people feel it to a greater or lesser extent, you know, that, that there is that, 
you know some people feel that it is out of control and that and that that's a problem whereas i think we felt that we were a little bit kind of we were out of our depth mm-hmm. um but that was you know slowly but surely you sort of learn to to be okay with that and then you realize that you know you, you, you sort of you're swimming in waters that you understand a bit more mm. I mixed my metaphors. That's badly. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll end it there. Um, if people want to check out the website, though, um, of course, they can head over to wearethedads.com. Absolutely. And, yes, uh, please. Have do. a look. Yep. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. It's open for business. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks very much, Andrew, for uh, for spending some time with us today. We really appreciate it. All than welcome. Okay, you take care. Yeah, take care. Cheers, Steve. Cheers. Well, thanks for listening to the show for this week. I'm really happy that you tuned in. And please join me again next week on the Being Dad podcast.